This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ancient of days, we are grateful for giving us victory over our life storms. We are grateful for fighting our battles. We are grateful for the success of last week's program, the Saturday amazing fellowship between uh, the married and single, Sunday services, once, first, second, first and second Sunday school, the communion service. And here we are this morning back to your presence. We are grateful this morning, Father. Is there anything in us that you need to reveal to, to that, that the enemy want to use to hinder that which you want to do or answer prayer? This morning, I pray, open our eyes as we go into your word, send your word unto us. Lord, continue to stir up gifts in our midst and use us for your glory and say so in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Uh, this morning, God uh, last week brought his word to us on overcoming life storm, and we've been looking at particularly we look at different series um, and then we look at different examples. Jesus was accused by the same people he came to save. So don't be surprised if the same people you're fighting for, the same people that you love uh, are accusing you. Now, they did that to Jesus. So uh, you have an example to follow. Uh, Peter was accused because he was, uh, you know, it, it was three times he denied Jesus. Uh, but thank God he repented. Um, there were many of our example. Paul, the apostles, you know, it was uh, there was storms around him and so on. And so our focus in the last couple of days has been the man Job. And then we are going to continue in that direction according to the leading of the Holy Ghost. So I'm going to be reading from Job. We stop at Job chapter 1 uh, from verse 1 to 22. So I'll read from Job chapter 2 um, this morning. And again, <clears throat> again there was a, a day. When the sons of God came again, remember, uh, if you have prayer requests or testimony, please remember to send them in, and then we will swear, give some time to attend to them. Now, Job chapter 2 from verse 1. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. The same thing in verse 6 of chapter 1. So this is the second time. So what that tells you at night is that just as we come together to worship God at any time, even like this morning now, he's hanging around the neighborhood because he has no work anyway. He said, you know, his mission is to be running to and fro. You know, when you see somebody running to and fro, it's somebody that is jobless, looking for somebody to, to engage. That's his work. He doesn't have a work. All he's doing is just going from one end of the earth to another end, looking for people to, 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 to destroy. But he will not find you. He will not find me. He will not find your household. He will not find more than property. He will not find our city. He will not find our families. He will not find our leaders. He will not find our seed in the name of Jesus because we, don't, we do not belong to him. We have no part with the devil. Now, <clears throat> came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, from whence coming down? And Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down. <laughs> Can you see? 
That's the exactly thing that he said in verse 7 of chapter 1. You see, when you have children sometimes, because maybe they, they just play, are in happy mood, you can see them walking from one place to another. And you tell them, can you please sit down and find something to do? Now you can see they were walking up and down because he was jobless. And the Lord said unto Satan, has thou considered my servant Job? God was boasting about Job again the second time. The second time, like he said in the, in the book of Job chapter one. He said, have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him? So Job passed the first test. That's what literally God is saying to Satan. So the first time you, you, you came, you trying to attack him, his wife, his children, all that he had, but I, I didn't give you a chance until I gave you the permission. God will not remove the edge of protection over you in the name of Jesus. He will not leave you at the mercy of the, of the enemy in the name of Jesus, not even at the mercy of men, in the mighty name of Jesus. And there is none uh, that there is none, there's none like him in art. You can see, can you see now, initially God said in the East, but now God is saying in the art because he has, he has graduated. He passed the first test. May you pass every test that the Lord brings your way because after the test, his promotion is waiting for you. May you pass it in the name of Jesus. You will, not fail, you will not fail the almighty God in Jesus' name. Now, so a prophet and an upright man, a man that feared God and is true evil, and still he holdeth fast his integrity. Although thou moved me against him to destroy him without cause. Can you see? Can you see? Now verse four. And Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin, yea, all that a man had will he give for his life. This, this, this devil of a thing, this Satan of a thing, brethren, it has been. The book of Job, uh, scholars say, is uh, reputed to be the oldest uh, you know, chapter of the Bible, or the oldest, I mean, the oldest book in the world. That was what uh, historian scholars say. So we are reading the, the oldest, perhaps the first book that was put together in the, in the history of, of, of the world. Now, and here we are talking about the same very Satan. That was a stumbling block to Adam and Eve. The same very Satan that entered Judas Iscariot. The same very Satan that moved David to, to number the people of Israel. The same very Satan that saw, went for, after the Lord had departed from me, when he went to seek medium. Can you see? So he's an old fool. He has been there for years. And brethren, you need to understand is that the same Satan is still going to be until the appointed time. What is the appointed time? When rapture, when he's bound for a thousand years. He knows that his time is short. So brethren, the storms in your life could be caused by Satan himself. Let's move on. 
And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man will, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thy hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and it will cause thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thy hand. May the Lord not leave you and your family and all that you have in the hand of Satan. In the name of Jesus, because he has no iota of mercy. He has no iota of mercy at all. Now, but save his life. So when Satan fought from the presence of the Lord and smote Job, can you see? That's why don't trivialize sickness. Don't trivialize evil dream. Don't trivialize that uh, migraine. Don't trivialize that tummy pain. Don't trivialize that failure. Don't trivialize that reoccur evil reoccurrence in your family, in your life. Remember, one of the words that God brought to us last week, and I asked the media to type it on the screen if you have it, please teach yours, that uh, don't blame God for any, any problem. He is the solution to all problems. Remember? If you remember, I'll mute your device and shout a big hallelujah. 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 Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. One of the words that God brought to us, do not blame God for any problem, but yes, appreciate him because he's the solution to all problems. So don't trivialize anything. The Bible says he went off and smote uh, Job with sore boils from the sole of his feet onto his crown. Even boil, boil in your body, do not trivialize it. Don't take it for granted. Don't say, well, do you know minor boil has, you know, started in some people's body and it, 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 uh, it, it turns out to be a, a big uh, wounds in their body that have been there for years. So Satan is behind all the problem. He's behind it. That is not God. Now, let's move on. And he said, from the sole of his feet and onto his crown. Let's read verse 8, verse 9, and verse 10 to get there together. So unmute your devices. From verse 8, one, two, go. And he took him a portrait of Christ. took him a portrait to strip. Yeah. And he sat down, down, down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, For is that thou still retained by an integrity God he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we not shall we receive the hand of God and shall we not receive evil? Did not Job sin in the Amen. And then verse 11 said, Now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came everyone from his, from his own place, Eliphaz, the, the Temite, and, and Bildad, the, the Shishite, and Zophar, the, Nahat, the, the Nematite, for they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. No friends will gather to mourn with you. In the name of Jesus, 
No friends will gather to mourn with you in the name of Jesus. May say that to yourself. No friend will gather to mourn with me in the mighty name of people will only gather to rejoice with me. People will only gather to rejoice with me. Amen. Brethren, from this, what are some of the lessons the Lord wants us to learn from chapter two? Is this. When you win first war, do not relax. Because Satan, once he, you are you overcoming one side, he comes to another side. He's a tempter. He made different attempts over people's lives. So lesson number seven, we stop at uh, lesson, oh, no, lesson number six is do not relax when you win one storms of life. Keep pressing on. Keep fighting through the sword of the spirit. Keep fighting through the word of God. Keep living an holy life. You know why? If you finish one battle, there's likely another one to rise. It's not, it's not that we are expecting battle. No. But brethren, we are just we are just being, being, being practical with life. Sometimes as Christians, we can over-spiritualize everything. But we must learn to be practical. The truth about life is that life is full of storms, whether we want to hear it or not. So because oftentimes people are for victim, people find themselves, you know, weeping and uh, giving up or doing even dangerous things to themselves because they have not been prepared. Their mind had not been prepared to know that they are likely going to face them. Why anyway? Well, again, you have seen it. The devil is the cause. He's behind it. Even if you stay on your own, he's coming to look for trouble. So you don't have to say you have to do something wrong before Satan knows. He's an accuser. He's, he's jobless. He doesn't have anything to do. So number one, number, number six, is when you win one victory, press up. You pass that exam, glory be to God. We thank God. You won that scholarship, glory be to God. We thank God. But don't relax. Don't, don't just relax. Don't say, now nah, it is time for me now to eat hamburger. It is time for me to invite all my friends. Like one of the uh, wonderful movie myself and my wife and family watched yesterday. Oh, it's time to relax now and pop champagne. <laughs> no. Satan is always, when you defeat him on one side, he rises up the other side. That's why you must be wise. Now you're going to pray your first prayer this morning before we move to the next point. What is your prayer? Father, help me to be wise to the end. Help me not to relax when I'm not supposed to be relaxing spiritually. Help me not to take a break from spiritual things, from fasting, from studying the word, from prayer. Open your mouth and pray. Father, make me wise till the end. Brethren, when the battle is over is when your eyes are closing dead in your old age. 
The good news is that Jesus is with us. So that's why there's nothing to worry about. But we must be strategic, we must be wise too. To know how to stand in the gap for our children, for our wife, for our husband, for our household. Open your mouth and talk to God and say, Father, make me wise to the end. Make me wise to the end. Let me know the last spiritually. I will not be lukewarm spiritually. The things that I'm committed to, I will not stop in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, media, I want us to write this word down. There is no vacation in spiritual matters. We do not take vacation in spiritual things. You know how we, you know, we walk and then they say, oh, you have a one month vacation. You have some days vacation. Even students get break. After exam, they say, go and take one month off and then come back again, prepared for school. Now, we take break from work, from school, from different things. Couples take, they go on vacation, they go different things. But spiritual matter is not like that. If you relocate from here to, to, to Jamaica, to Huawei for beach, for one month, he is there. The same Satan, he's there. He's everywhere. So in spiritual matter, we don't take vacation, brethren. We don't take vacation. Oh, revival is over now. We've received the power. We fasted for 14 days and prayed for 14. And so what is that? <laughs> this same old Satan is still alive. So brethren, lesson is that the first lesson is that do not relax yet. Do not relax. Our time of relaxing is when we get to heaven. That is just the truth. There's always one thing to pray to overcome in life. And you will be victorious in Jesus' name because Christ has given us the victory. So rest your mind. Number uh, uh, seven, if you are taking notes. Inquire from the law. Remember, we're looking at lessons from the life of Job. How was he able to overcome the lifestyle? That is the overarching objective of all of this. Number seven, inquire from the Lord. One of the things I have learned by God's grace is when the enemy raises his head over anything, before I just approach it generally, Lord, I do, you know, you pray all manner of prayer, but the Lord taught me and that's one of the secrets of King David. King David says, should I pursue? Will I overtake? Will I recover all? Yes, you will pursue. You will overtake. You will recover all. Now, personalize, say, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will recover all. Or mute your device and say, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will recover all. I will recover all. In this week, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will recover all. What I say, I will pursue. I will pursue. I will recover all. Praise God. Because the Bible says, if an affliction rises the second time, then at least the wisdom demands that you need to ask questions. Lord, 
why, why is there affliction the second time? Why? Why? Most of the time we don't ask the Lord questions. Before I used to be scared, um, you know, of asking him questions. I say, ah, how can I ask God questions? Ah, no, I cannot. And I'll be walking in ignorance. Until you open my eyes. Say, ask me. And I've seen that each time I say, Lord, what is the source of this? Oftentimes it shows me. Oftentimes, I can tell you. Personal, family, the church as a whole, mother conqueror party, extended family, anything, ministry, anything. So learn to ask God questions. Lord, why is this affliction rising? What did I do wrong? Is there the sin of Achan in my life? Did any member of my immediate family sin against you? Did we? In the couple of months ago, when the, as a church we decided to go remote, uh, virtually now. There were different uh, questions here and there, this, this and that. And I inquired from the Lord. I said, Lord, what is going on with your church? And the Lord opened my eyes to see the source of the problem. And then it helps me and my household to know how to pray and thank God today's testimony. Stop just, you see, what many of us are doing, we are just throwing arrows like this. Anyhow, it is good to shoot, but it's not targeted arrow. If you are shooting an arrow like this, and the enemy is hiding under one canopy in the corner, the arrow will probably maybe not reach in that direction. That is what happens when you pray without understanding. Or mute your device and tell your neighbor, say, beginning from today, pray with understanding. Beginning from today, pray with understanding. Pray with understanding. Beginning from this moment, learn to pray with understanding. What that means is that know why, why you are praying. Know who you are praying to. Know what you want from your prayer. Have expectation. Stop just shooting arrow everywhere. It may end up not hitting the, the target. So let us learn to ask questions. Lord, why am I still in this position? Why are things like this? Despite all my effort. He's your father. He loves you. He loves you. There are many times, you know, the children will come and ask questions. Some of them, even though I, mean, I thought we've answered this question, you know, sometimes I can say, ah, no, 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 we, we, we want to know. But sometimes we have to come back to it again. Ask questions from the Lord. And as you do, the Lord will answer your prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. So like David, inquire. It may be that there's a sin in your life. Then lastly, surround yourself with godly friends. One of the scriptures they recently that the Lord has been using to turn me like tonic is in the book of Proverbs. He said, anybody that need that want to be that, that needs a friend, let him show himself friendly. God is our father. But we, are, we, we also need to surround ourselves with godly people. 
Husbands, your wife should be your best friend, your wife. Your children, your immediate household, they should be your best friend. You know why? They know you. I'm telling you. My wife knows me very well. I know my wife very well. My children knows me, knows both of us in and out. They should be your best friend, not outsiders first. And if you are not married yet, well, who should be your best friend? <laughs> of course, <laughs> you have uh, <laughs> your pastor is your best friend. Your pastor's wife is your best friend. You have brothers. I mean, that's brothers to brothers. I'm not talking about sisters. Say, uh, pastor say, we should surround ourselves with good friends. Uh, hello, brother B. Uh, can I? No, no, no. That's not. I'm not. No. Let's be careful. Why? Because we don't want chemistry to build up during others. So, but you need to surround. Let him show himself friendly. Many of us we don't show ourselves friendly to people. That's why we don't have friends around our life. We need to show ourselves friendly to people, so that when we need help. People can also rally around us. Your roommate, that's a child of God. That's a good friend to talk to. Your siblings that are children of God, they are good people. If you are listening, or mute your device and shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Job's three friends from verse uh, 11, they came. Do you have friends? By God's grace, I have I have some friends. Not too many. I don't have too many friends, but I have some friends. Hmm? Well, at least one of the number number one, apart from Jesus, is the one sitting uh, and looking at me there. That's my one. Do you have a friend that you can talk to? That you are not scared of talking to? A friend who can assess situation honestly with you? A friend who can tell you the mind of God when you don't even, maybe you are unable to discern the mind of God. Oh, uh, honey, I don't know how to go about this thing. Oh, uh, my, my roommates, I don't know how to go about these things. I've had good friends back on campus until now. And I want you to know that every one of you, for as long as you're a child of God, you are my friend. Yes. Yeah, it's not by age. When we mean friendship, don't worry, God will help us. We'll talk more about that. We don't have time now. But God will help us to find another time by the help of the Holy Ghost when we talk about friendship. But the day I found that scripture, the Lord said, anybody that, that needs if that wants or, you know, to others to be friendly with them. Say you need to be friendly too. Let him be friend. Let him show himself friendly. That's what the way they were. But we'll come back to that one day. But the bottom line is you need godly friends. I don't mean unbelievers. I don't mean smokers. I don't mean people that will teach you, oh, sister, go and have a boyfriend. It's because you are lonely. That's why you're having this problem. No, those are bad friends. I mean, people of God that will speak the word of God and hold your hand and pray with you. Let's pray together this morning. You have a few minutes to pray. Now, you're going to lift up your voice this morning. You're going to say, Father. You're going to say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. 
open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. I give you the adoration. I thank you. I thank you. Now begin to inquire from the Lord. That's point number two. Point number one was that, you know, we, we already prayed about that. But now you need to pray about point number two this morning, that which is uh, which is going to be point, uh, point seven. Inquire from the Lord. Ask the Lord, Lord, uh, what is uh, what, what, what is happening? What should I do? What am I missing? What am I still not doing right in my life? Why is the job like this? Why is the work like this? Why is, you know, ask him why genuinely. He will answer you. Ask him, ask him, ask him this morning. 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 In the name of Jesus. Now pray this morning. Your prayer point number three. You need to surround yourself with godly friends. Godly advisors. Pray this morning. God bless you, uh, our brother, for sending that. Now, in Proverbs 18.24, a man that had friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that is thicker, that is that, that sticketh closer than a brother. Go ahead and talk to him and say, Lord, this morning, Lord, open my eyes to see godly people that I need to talk to. And of course, young brothers and young sisters, if you don't have somebody to talk to, that is why we are here by God's grace. That is why we are here. There's virtually anything you are going through right now that we have not been through. There's nothing that you are going through. Is it emotionally, how you are feeling? We've been there. Is it uh, academically? Oh, we've been there. Is it financially? Oh, ask me, we've been there. Is it choice of who to marry? Oh, we've been there. Is it work? Ah, we've been there. We've been there. We've been through virtually everything you are going through. There's nothing. So if you don't have a friend to talk to, that's why God has placed myself and my wife. And uh, you know, we have ministers as well. Open your mouth and talk to God. This man say, Father, as I go out in this week, as I pursue, let me overtake. Let me recover all that Satan has stolen from me. Begin now to pour your heart. What do you want God to do for you as you go out today? What do you want God to do for you as you go out today? What do you want him to do for you? What do you want him to do for you? Open your mouth, 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 open Open your mouth, 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 open your mouth in the name of Jesus. I will recover all, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will recover all in the name of Jesus. Testimony, testimony, good news in the name of all the brethren that might have strayed away this week. The Lord is restoring back, restoring them back in the name of Jesus. As we are still in this season of revival the lord is restoring them back thank you ancient of days in jesus mighty name we have prayed i want you to stretch forth your hand ancient of days we are grateful this morning teaching us your word preparing us to overcome you have you have fought the battles already. It's a fight that's already won. Even like the you 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 review to us through that song. 
but you're also teaching or you told the people of Israel, rise up and possess the land. I've given you, but you need to still rise up. You're teaching us that we need to rise up and overcome all the storms and giving us wisdom inside. This morning, Father, I pray, even as your children have heard your word, please, Lord, let this word mix with faith with them, within them. As they go about their daily businesses, some are going to school, some are going to work, some are not even going anywhere, some are at home or whatever thing they have set their heart to accomplish. Is there anyone who doesn't know what to do? Please, Father, show them what something productive to do for your advancement, for the advancement of your kingdom and for the progress of their own life in the name of Jesus. Those going to school, grant them favor, grant them strength, and then give them, give them insight into their studies. Every pending assignment, project, Father, give them understanding. Lord, make, give them wisdom that's, that, that will help them to know more than their teachers in the name of Jesus. As many going to work, Father, lay your hand upon them in the name of Jesus. Let your favor surround every one of us in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, in, the, in this week, we will pursue, we will overtake, we will recover our Lord, I pray, help us to show ourselves friendly to people. Help us, Lord, even to have good friends around us. Help us, Lord Jesus, even to inquire. Help us to come back to you. Help us to silence the mouth of the devil. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And if you have not received Jesus or you are still in sin, I want you to know Jesus loves you. Surrender your life to him.